Don't walk. The Massive Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day fragrance sale ends this week. This is Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Not quite as good looking as Ricardo Ball. Mark Watson, but alongside a man who, boy, just blessed with looks, blessed with athletic <laughs> talent, all black. Boy, just a gentleman, a scholar. Could be the next James Bond. Peter Alatini, how are you? Oh, always, always good with that kind of introduction, Tawadi. So, um, oh, glad to be back in the studio today to, to, to see you and yeah. also talk to our listeners. Yeah, I've got to say, I think everybody was willing Moana Pacific Horizon to oh. beat the Blues at Eden Park, ending up losing penalty try 31 30. But in that moment, in that 80 minutes, we saw what this team is capable of, the performance that we've been waiting for. And people can talk about the changes to the Mm. Blues. Well, that's their own damn arrogance. Call it whatever you want. That's their own damn arrogance. You can only play the team in front of you. And boy, what a great performance it was. It just just couldn't quite get there, though. Absolutely. Look, I'm so, so proud. Um, I think we've spoken around... Every time, in, the, in terms of consistency and staying in the fight for these boys, and I felt on on Saturday, everyone put in. I thought everyone put in. I thought their forwards gave them um, great ball. The backs were, were kind of forming some good combinations and, and being able to offload. But staying in that, staying up and, and actually building phases, I felt they, they built some outstanding phases. They're putting them in position to score tries, and they did, which was really pleasing. Well, I think the most pleasing thing was they were down by 17 mm. points early. Now, historic here, you might look at them and think, OK, their heads are going to drop. This is going to be a bloodbath. But they bounced back. They took their opportunity. And you do wonder, though, that, you know, show your body, hey, we understand now, we're starting to get a head around the intensity and what is required week in, week out, which we've talked about. Mm. Sometimes perhaps maybe it's the speed of the game, perhaps just a few fitness issues. We know that player depth at times is an issue, but that's possibly where they've come undone. We saw a shift though, didn't we? We did, we did. And, and, and you said it right, like what's pleasing is that even the boys that came off the bench are making an impact, you know. They, they really are. There's, there's been one or two that have been able to carry through, but I felt... You know, the, the forwards that came on added value. The boys in the backs that, that got changed added value. So when they put those kind of performances together, they stay in the fight and they actually put themselves in position to win game. And that was Saturday. And I, I was screaming, thinking, here we go. But in saying that in the last few minutes when we were playing on our own end, um, I was just hoping that they'll be able to, to hold, hold them out. But then, you know, two yellow cards didn't help at the end. Yeah, yeah, what did you make of the yellow cards? I mean, it's, it's always a hard one, isn't it? It's the a dark hard one. Arts. I mean, you do see them often being handed out. Yeah. Um, and then, but you also know that when the yellow card is going to come, particularly when it's the forwards, and you you yep. know that suddenly it's the overlap, it's that extra eighty kilograms, that extra hundred kilogram difference. That if it's not going to be the pushover, it's probably going to be a penalty try. Yeah, well, and, and this time, obviously, when they got that penalty, they knew they had two forwards out. So, I mean, a natural scrum call was going to always be. Uh, inevitable. So, um, you know, backs coming into the to the uh, scrum would have just forced them, regardless of that scrum, okay. tied a hold, they would have opened up holes out wider. Mm-hmm. Okay, so running through that performance, who impressed you the most and, and what part of the game did you see the step up from a technical point of view? I think for I mean, m- discipline was better. Yes, discipline was heaps better, but I think that I felt the front row did their job really well. I thought they how they're owned in their scrums. They gave, them, gave the backs enough ball to get them to go, go forward in the lineouts as well. They did the same. I thought the variations in the lineouts were great. Um, and, and the turnaround, I think, was when they started getting some repetitive penalties um, when they were 73 down and be able to put in the corner, win that um, lineout and then have the pushover try with um, Abraham 
Bolle scoring. I thought that was a big game changer in, in, in that fact, the sense that at 17-3, like you said, it was, it was looking doom and gloom, but they were able to get re- repetitive sets of penalties, but then this time they actually nailed that set piece, got it down and drove, and drove and actually scored, you know, yeah. scored a, a pushover try, which just kind of grew the confidence in the team. And then from there, I thought the territory play was much better. Well, th- Christian Leilafano was oh. brilliant. That, you, yep. you know, often there's that argument, isn't it? Experience versus youthful exuberance, but this was a game where experience came to the fore. And, <laughs> Absolutely, and, and, and you know when you do have young, experienced players, you need those guys to lean on, don't you? Guys who can just put it on a dime. Yep, and he's he's been you know he's a true professional. He's been there and done that, but his his performances is consistent every time he puts on that minor jersey, and I think that's a huge thing for the young players that are in that squad, especially in, in the team, that to understand what it takes, you know, especially through the challenges that he's had. And to be able to perform at that level is something, I suppose, that, that these young boys will be able to take on. Impact off the bench. I was somewhat surprised that Jonah Mo possibly didn't get a start in the number seven shirt. Yeah. We'd spoken about him last week. Same. I, I, I thought they'd stick with him to continue the good form that he's that's been showing. Um, and knowing that Atunga can come off the bench really well as well. I, I feel he's a great impact as well. I think he's quite physical. He's he's on the ball. So, yeah, that was that was interesting. But then I felt when Mo came on, he still did a, a, whole, a hell of a work, got physical. He was in those um, – so he came on for Failangi, which I think, um, you know, I suppose that, that they wanted both all, all the physicality amongst it um, to, to really challenge that, that Blues pack. So in terms of maintaining that momentum now, um, what do they do this week? Well, that's a, that's a great question. And I think that's been the challenge for the – for the uh, coaches each week to, to, to get up. But I think, I really do hope they do. I mean, there'll be a level of ecstasy, won't there? They, they would have gone from believing to disappointment, but then probably in reflection. Yeah. One of, I, I think, a really positive feel in the camp off the back of it. Absolutely. And and I think the, the coaches will jump all over that. And I remember when we last spoke to Philo in terms of, of measures and he kept saying they just have to keep at it. He knows that this is their second year. He knows that some of these boys need this consistency week in, week out. They just need something to really um, give them their self-belief. And I think this like, the weekend just gone, yes, disappointed to lose, but like you said, the true reflection, watching the videos, analysing, and then coming back stronger for this week to carry on that momentum that, that they built. And it's just having those, I suppose, again, coach has been clever around probably having the right combinations eh, to be able to kind of continue that, that, uh, that momentum they've built. Are we going to see a similar fifteen? You, you'd be, it'd be stupid to change it. Wouldn't I, it? I would think. I would think so. I think. In I mean, not, continuity will be key around yeah. around what they've done. You know what they're doing. Giving the boys back. Hey, you deserve another, You know to go again. The boys on the bench deserve to get off there at a certain time and make the impact they can. So I'd love to see a, a, a you know a similar fifteen this week or, or exactly the same. Fiji and Drew didn't help you because they no, beat no. the Hurricanes. <laughs> And the Hurricanes now know that they've got the Chiefs, the Blues and the Crusaders to finish, I think. Wow. So this is a must-win game for them. Um, but, you know, everybody just thought the Blues were going to walk over Moana Pacifica. Yep. And and, and, and this is the thing. This is the, the beauty around this competition is that you know you know, other teams don't do any favours for other teams. So it's a matter of knowing. They'll know that the Hurricanes have got this game, they have to. So the desperation from them will be there. It's just a, we've got to match it and actually continue it through. 
for you to get the result this weekend. Okay, so if there are areas that you'd like to see Moana Pacifica, what will they be talking about in terms of the areas they need to improve on? I mean, you can't, you know, a week we can talk about it, you can make some adjustments, but they'll be looking at the tapes. Yes, we know it's a positive performance, they'll be celebrating that, but they'll also be going, right, okay, there are still areas, there are still work-ons. What will those be? I think, it, to me, I think it was just that they held well with it. when they made those changes, especially the front row. I thought that the you know I was keeping an eye on that front row in the second half and they were going good. It's it's just that period where they need to hold themselves when they know they're in their own twenty two and, and, and there's times where they need to get out of there for territory, put the game back back to the other side and make sure that they're putting the pressure back on them. I felt the more they were in there um, in, inside their twenty two, I, I felt that obviously they've been through a lot of work, but that's probably the time that we need them most with them to make sure that they get the good territory, put the pressure back on them on their half. So for me, it's probably around that area. I'm, I'm, they've been going really well. I, I've got some, some really good change and shifts within their variety of, of set-piece plays. I think um, Amor, I thought D'Angelo added extra physicality as well. So now you've got two in the middle um, with him and Amor as well. You know, So there's good variation. It's just a matter of choice, I feel is that territory is really important when, when they're in their own 22 to, to put the game back in, in the other half. It is 19 minutes away from eight. You are listening to all things to do with Moana Pacifica. This is called Pacific Flair. Inside at studio, we've got former All Black, uh, Tongan International, Peter Alatini. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more. That must be our cue. Too busy talking about King's College getting absolutely demolished <laughs> by Sacred Heart in Auckland and the Fitzpatrick hey, hey, Kirkpatrick hey, hey. Cup. Both sides full of just wonderful Polynesian talent, as is all of the first 15s right around Auckland. If you you can look at Moana Pacifica and maybe at times go, well, you know, where is the depth? I tell you what, go and watch secondary school rugby in Auckland <laughs> and you can true. see the depth. Go and watch the NRL and you can see the depth, Peter. Absolutely. Look, there is a lot of Polynesian kids and uh, Pacifica kids in, in our 1A competition, but even through all the 1A, 1B, first 15 competitions across the country, there's a there's a whole lot of talent. Now, we understand there's always a pathway for the talent here in New Zealand, but it'll be nice to, to really start creating some pathways for some of those kids um, to really value Moana Pacifica and, and their nation. Yeah, and a lot of that too. We've had this discussion mm. the last couple of weeks. I mean... Um the family unit amongst Pacifica is much wider, much broader than, say, European families, and a lot of the decisions are made by the elders, if mm. I can use that word. Um, but you're hoping that Moana Pacifica is now a word or, or is part of the discussion, is part of the vocabulary used around home. Absolutely. And I think it comes down, it does really come down to, to the organisation and, and really starting to understand that league now. I know it's been two years that they're trying to um, set up the, the flagship team, but I'm, I'm such a true believer that if, if we start getting the, the, the younger generations, the younger kids who are, start to see Moana as a genuine um, option to develop and actually be on a stage where they can perform, then that's where I reckon we'll get some really paybacks in, in, in years to come for these kids. Are you aware of what talent ID is being done by Moana Pacifica? Do they have the resource to do that? Uh, I know it's it's still at, at early stages. I, I still uh, I think they still need a, like I think we spoke about that investment. They need an investment to really come in. One is the top and and then the bottom end to really kind of help out with that TID. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, you just feel though that you and we just discussed it. You just feel you need that NPC side in there, yeah. don't you? That middle stage for that development, so that you can pluck kids out of senior club rugby, out of schoolboy rugby. There is that next tier, without saying well. You know, because a, a lot of because all the other 
all the other unions associated with the other Super Rugby franchises at the moment basically, yeah, have have the power, have the influence. Yeah. I agree, and and again, we've touched this on this on having one of those teams. We take it to like what Drua had in, in Australia for their mm. for their local competition, and, and ended up winning it. So there, there could be an, an example there where we can go with Moana Pacifica into NPC and then flow through to Super Rugby. Chemist Warehouse, the house, the real house of fragrances. Um, Peter, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Who's your DHL? Moana Pacifica player of the round oh my one this week I mean it would have been one of the front rowers but there was two they all played really well but I I'm giving this one to Anisi I thought he's come on the last couple of games and added impact and actually scored a crucial try that could have um, gone either way and and, and both times um, the kids just get some uh, improving every time I see him, whether it be wing, whether it be centre. So he's a good, good young kid that that really is um, making difference, taking his opportunities, and and again, um, showcasing his skills. Okay, and your DHL Super Rugby player of the round. Well, I didn't really watch too much of the footy, so I concentrated on the Blues, and I was really impressed with Akira Iwani. I'm, I'm really yeah, uh, great impact. Yeah. I thought he. I thought just seeing him back on the ground, um, you know, after a long stint out, um, and just seeing his worth, his physicality is phenomenal. So a couple of times he's just held bigger boys than him, but he's got that great upper body strength. So I was happy to see him back into uh, great form. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. So it is the Hurricanes this weekend. It is an afternoon game down there in Wellington. Uh, we always enjoy a bit of daytime yeah. rugby. Is there much of a... Um is there much of a Pacifica community in Wellington? I mean, you've been down there. There's, a, there's, a huge, there. there's actually a huge Pacifica um, community down in, in Wellington. <laughs> the thing is, the huge community loves the Hurricanes, <laughs> and that's the truth. They absolutely do. So um, it'll be interesting to see with the, with Moana going going down there, because um, there there is it's it's, uh, it's exciting, and, and I just hope that they will. They, they have a really good crack as last. Um, afternoon game they had, they had a fantastic crowd so we're hoping they have the same for, for the boys this weekend. It's interesting, now eh, when you go back over and you look at the Wellington NPC side, you look at the Hurricane side, there's been a large Pacific Island influence, you go back to the likes of, you know, Tana mm. Rumanga. Yeah. Um, you've only Filong, yeah. Yeah, Filo Tiatia, I mean there, you, oh, Yeah, there, there, there was there was a lot, I mean even before then um, you, you had Alaska Taufti you had Inoki uh, Afiaki so these were similar to Titi, there's there's, there's an influx of Pacific players down in Wellington. Timo and even Tangaloa. in the club. Timo oh, Timo oh, Tango. Larry Manabit Grammar, by the way. Was Lil Lani Coco at Wellington? Or did he was up here? Lil Lani Coco, know. I think, did play for yeah. Wellington, didn't he? Yeah, so you, you've got some monsters that yeah, have turned up. Artie and Julian Savia. Absolutely. So they do um uh, like I said, they do there's 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 a great Pacifica um community down in Wellington so it, it, it's what I've always said and I say this and it frustrates me that cricket and other sports don't do enough amongst the Pacific Island community because I genuinely say this I think you're amongst the very very best athletes in the world with your DNA your physicality and we've just listed off a string of great players great names and arguably the greatest Michael Jones yep. but it just shows give them the opportunity put the resource around them and you've got the best rugby players in the world. I mean, you look at Tuolangi playing for England. 
Another great example. Oh, absolutely. Look, uh, there's no... But th- that scares those other companies. That's why <laughs> they don't want the resource, to. We just they? want to be... Like, like we keep saying around the narrative is just get us on the, in, in the starting line like everyone yeah. else. Give us the opportunity to do this and we can guarantee you that we'll be as competitive. Now, it's always a, a touchy subject, but I do want to address one of the biggest issues I think perhaps may be facing the islands too, and that's that level of transparency at the top level when money does come into the country mm. for rugby, I've spoken to players, and yeah, there is a level level of corruption to a degree. Yep, the, the, and that's been a barrier. Yeah, and a, a huge barrier. The governance side, unfortunately, has has probably one side that's really let down our sport and our um, and our country, and it's hard to comprehend. We know we see it, and I even speak to my cousin back in Tonga about it, and he just said it, it's. You know, as much as you'd like to go in, because I, I ask him, why don't you go? Because you're, uh, you know, business and everyone knows you. He said, no, there's, there's levels of, you know, at that level of corruption that, that it's hard to navigate unless you have got a relationship that you're able to go in mm. and kind of really heal and then kind of show it. Bigger, it's, bigger it's forces at play, eh? That's right. But also, too, I'd imagine it's part of the reason why maybe some players, particularly in the Northern Hemisphere, don't necessarily want to put their hand up to go and play for Samoa or play for Tonga. Uh, absolutely, and I think, and you know, again, it just comes back down to their family first, and what they have to look after, and and make sure they're they're all in in a better place before they kind of commit to to, to different things back at home. We know about the hierarchy that exists, and we know about the extended family. Is it deemed up there as corruption, or is it deemed up there as? Oh. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a grey area. It's really great. It's sort of seen. Oh no, this is just the way we do things. But this, <laughs> yeah, this, this is cultural, <laughs> and therefore we turn a blind eye. Well, that's the or thing. Or they hide be, behind it being cultural. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing that, that probably gets me is that they use cultural as, as a, um, an excuse. excuse yeah. and, it's, and it's not right. It's a bit know? like when everybody just throws out the racism card at times, and it's like, well, yeah, you can't have that as the automatic default setting. Correct. Sometimes it's there yep. are bigger issues, issues at play here. Absolutely, yep. bigger forces, and then you got to get to know that before you even kind of begin the work to you know to get it to a level that it should be. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other thing that's probably um, tapped into the Pacific Island community is the rise of the NRL, is the rise of yeah. Rugby League and um, what's up at stake there. And it's a game that's probably, in a funny kind of way, even more suited to Pacific Island players. Oh, absolutely. Plus it's simple. Yeah, <laughs> simple it, way yeah, around that space. Well, you're physical, you're big guys. You want to run straight. You want to run direct. I mean, boy, the dark art of having to c- develop your core strength and all <laughs> the rest of it in the front row playing referees with a million rules. You just think, God, this is just too damn complicated. I just want to run hard. Uh, exactly. And and the other problem that we are getting and we're seeing is that again, we we know all these top players, cream of the crop. You have to go Japan, France, all that back at home. But even our local competition is, you know. Kids that probably don't don't get in and don't feel like rugby is away, they just go, they're fruit picking. They're going to earn money. So a whole heap of players are gone. And I think our Tonga A is playing at the moment at a competition in, in Samoa. And it just got cleaned up again by the junior Japan juniors, and they got cleaned up by Samoa. Yeah, it, so it's it's pretty damaging back in Tonga at the moment oh, with, man, with that level, you know, and that grassroots level. I remember watching the opening game of the 2011 World Cup with my mum, and it was against Tonga. And I just saw the Tonga guys on the sidelines, the reserves. They were just monsters. <laughs> and, and the All Blacks beat them, beat yeah. them comfortably. But you just sit there and go... That's right. Imagine the resource. Imagine. Yeah. And not just in rugby, but in anything. Yeah, I, think, I mean, look yeah. in cricket, you've got Joel Garner just waiting there, haven't you? <laughs> We've seen the size of Valerie Adams, and we know exactly. look, and, and we see then, you know, her brother, and you just think, mate, imagine what these guys could do if you put a cricket ball in their hand. And that's the thing. That's what we always talk about with me and my brother, and that it's like, man, the sports they could be exposed to all you know the talent that's in, in the islands, and for them to 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 have an opportunity. Or NFL. Yeah. yeah. 
anything. Well, all, American all those Samoa, voices, right, all those voices, yeah. American Samoa, all, all of them, all over there. Uh, I think it'll be it'll be huge. Okay, Peter Alatini, we appreciate your time tonight on the program. That is pretty much another edition of uh, Pacifica Flair uh, prediction for the weekend against the Hurricanes. We've got to get up. The wind's got to come. We've got to get up for this one. This is it. We've got to get up. This is it. During the the day. Fiji and Drua didn't help you, though. No, no, but good on them. Happy for the Drua team. Happy for the Drua team, but uh, come on, boys. Not really. Come on, mate. You're a proud Tongan, mate. I know. I know. Come on, mate. You're allowed to have a little bit of passion, Peter. You don't have to be PC with me, mate. No. Yeah, you're the last person I'll ever be PC with. But always a pleasure, Waddy. Always always a pleasure, brother. And congratulations to the mighty, mighty man, Albert Grammar School, getting up over Dilworth on the weekend. What happened to Kings? Yeah, no, we'll we'll sing and and be back. We'll just wait for that Mags game. I think we'll we'll grab that one. I think in a couple of weeks, saying, going to go along to that year live at Mags. There we go. Sir Brian Williams Field, one of the great. Absolutely. Almost the, the, almost the original Pacific Island player. <laughs> Absolutely. All black. And of course, coach Moa, uh, coached Samoa to that famous victory in 91.